0: Standing up in McKinney, this is According to Callis, coming to you for episode 453 on the 12th of July. Today's episode is going to be called The Patriot's Choice. Before we get into that, let me remind you, the best way you can help me make a difference is to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast I'm up to a whopping four listeners now. Over 165 thousand downloads after 453 numbered episodes, and we are still growing. We are being consistent, and consistent gets it done. However, you can also follow me on the social medias. According to Kellis, you can find me on the Facebook. We have our own group, we have our own page, and I'd pop in at me, we, and Gab from time to time. My show does show up on YouTube. I don't think they're censoring it yet, probably because I'm such a small potato compared to the other people they've censored. But hey, we got to keep doing the good work and fight the good fight. The battle is never going to be over until the Lord comes back. But until then, we're going to stay here. We're going to do our best to occupy and stand firm. So here we go. The Patriot's Choice or A Patriot's Choice. The challenge is, we spend so much time in the conservative circles, right? Even the Christian circles, we spend so much time playing defense, reacting, and uh, putting ourselves into the negative light, right? We cede the moral high ground all the time. Our enemies pretend they're, quote unquote, on the right side of history, that we're dragging, we're not keeping up with the times, we don't understand what's going on, and so on and so forth. And listen... That's not the case. The fact of the matter is that we are right. We know what's right. It's just a matter of whether or not we're going to have the stomach to continue to do the same every time. What do I mean by that? If you're right and you know you're right, you have to stand there and be right. And sometimes that means you're going to get crud thrown at you. You're going to be attacked. You're going to be called names. You're you're going to have challenges, but you have to keep standing and standing firm. So the Patriot has to decide, is it worth standing here? Is this worth fighting over? Is this a line in the sand that I need to draw? Now the folks in the Alamo, as history tells it, Whether it's myth or 100% reality, it doesn't really matter. The point is they drew a line in the sand. If you're going to stand with us, you need to cross this line. You need to be willing to put it all up. The whole idea returning of what I said many, many times in the past, you got to put up or shut up, right? Are you going to make the stand now? Or are you going to decide this really isn't worth it? This isn't the thing I want to risk it all on. I can respect that, but you need to know that going in. You have to decide where is that line in the sand and when that line is crossed, if I'm going to stand, what am I going to do about it? Now, I want to be very careful here. I don't want to ever come across like I'm advocating being violent, that I'm advocating drawing first blood, that I'm advocating, you know, what do they call it? (laughs) Aggressive action, right? I don't want to come across like I'm advocating that. Kinetic... Right, you you don't want to do that. That is an item of last resort, and really should be done in theory in your own self defense or those others around you, or for your property. And hopefully, you never have to experience that. But my childhood was full of fisticuffs, (laughs) whether it was family or just guys in the neighborhood. I mean, that was the way we did things. Now, I mean, you stub your toe, and people want to call nine one one, and you know. You, you threw a fist at a bully at school and they want to throw you out of school. It's The world's upside down. We've talked about that too, right? When you're calling uh, good evil and evil good, something's seriously wrong. But that's what we deal with on a day-by-day basis. Again, did you draw the line in the sand? And if you did, are you willing to stand? Are you willing to take the arrows? Are you willing to put up the fight that's necessary in order to do that? Now, you may recall I interviewed a guy by the name of Sam Hall Oh, I don't know, about a month ago, maybe a couple months ago, and he fought the good fight and he won, but it wasn't without a cost, but he decided, this is my line in the sand. The school board crossed it and he said, no, nah, I'm not moving. I'm going to see you and raise you. Well, we're on the same topic, my friend Chad Green has been doing the same thing. He, he's almost been playing chicken with the school board. Well, what are you going to throw on me this time? I mean, I don't understand why the school board in the city I live in is so concerned about the one nay vote when they're jamming through everything they want, even though he votes nay. Now, he may have 20 to 50 supporters show up at any given month. But again, why Why is there such fear about the one guy that says No. It's because they don't want you to do that. They don't want you to stand. They want you to feel isolated alone. They don't want people to realize that there's plenty of us out there. The idea is, is you have to find the line in the sand. And when that is crossed, you have to be willing to stand. You can't continue to retreat. Even an orderly retreat is an orderly retreat in prelude to a counterattack. And I'm wondering, and I've been wondering for decades, when are the conservatives, when are the Christians going to counterattack? All they do is compromise. All they do is capitulate. All they do is retreat. There was a joke uh, that I had heard. uh, My brother's church back in Illinois, They, uh, they didn't do men's retreats. They did men's advance. Because men don't retreat, they advance. I think that's kind of funny. It's clever. And this was apparently back when they still did men's group and men were worthy of time of being poured into, built into, and made worthy of the leadership that they were supposed to have. The mantle that was put upon us by God because churches knew and understood that that's where they had to invest. Now, sadly, that's not often the case. So again, what are you going to do about it? Well, a good patriot might say, well, if my church isn't willing to do this, they're not willing to support. Perhaps I need to find another church or perhaps I need to fight the good fight in my church. To be honest, I haven't made a decision yet. I don't know. We've had three attempts. I don't know what your church is doing, but you know, if you're not going to, build up men to be good leaders, if you're not going to encourage them, if you're not going to have a little iron sharpening iron, why would you be surprised when you got prissy little boys running around that think they're girls? Why would you be surprised when you have spineless wonders that run things? Why would you be surprised when apparently we can't tell the difference between a man and a woman anymore because the men don't know how to be men? But again, what are you going to do about it? Where are you going to take your stand? Where exactly is that line in the stand? What choice have you made? When are you going to decide to push back? These are all fair questions, but they're questions you have to ask yourself. When are you going to make the decision? So second part of the scenario is what other choices do you have? So if you're in a battle that you can't possibly win, well, obviously the smart move is to retreat to defendable ground or retreat to uh, regroup with others, or just get out of the line of fire. So you have to decide, is that a choice? Or should I maneuver and try and flank, right? And and look, if I don't get my military uh, strategy uh, terminology 100% accurate here, don't beat me up too much, okay? I, I was not an army guy, not my thing, but I understand a lot of it, right? When you're talking about strategy, when you're dealing with tactics, when when you're thinking about the logistics of a thing, all this comes into play and you can say those nice words, but if you don't understand what's at play and you don't understand how they integrate together and what the value is of each, uh, it sounds like gibberish, right? It becomes nothing more than a tagline. So let me ask you, does it make sense to defend every little thing? Is every battle worth the expense to win. is everything need to be a full battle? Again, you got to make that decision. You got to know ahead of time. For me, there's there's a, probably three, maybe four triggers, right? And yes, I realize I'm using a term that's been co-opted by the left, but follow me here. If this, then that. Now, I've been pretty honest about one of them, or I should say open, maybe two of them, you come after my family, yeah, gloves are off. As an elected official, if you go after firearms, yeah, you're persona non grata. There will be no help for you. Right? Those are just two obvious, easy ones. And there's different tactics and there's different strategy to be employed. I'm smart enough to know that just because I'm unhappy with a specific elected official, I can't do anything about it, but I can make a stink and I can make a stand and I can say they're not worthy and I can do my part. I mean, I've got four whole listeners out there. I mean, I'm not by myself, but you yourself, maybe you're wondering, what can I do? How can I make a difference? Well, listen, you know, that people usually talk about the ant analogy, right? A single ant can't do anything, but when you've got a million ants, they can move a mound of dirt very easily. Well, I'm suggesting to you, If we're all little cogs in the machine, we can do the work, but we have to work together. We have to be on the same page. We have to be working in the same direction. So again, what's a patriot to do? What's your choice? Do I want to continue to work and advance this idea or do I abandon it because it's now become moot or pointless? There's a lot of good patriots out there that say, well, you know, the abortion battle has been won. Texas is secure. That's no longer a primary issue. Okay, uh, I can see that's a strategy, but that doesn't mean that you let pro-choice people in now. It doesn't mean that you don't pay attention to it. It's just not an ongoing current concern that we have to keep pushing, pushing, pushing on. We just have to make sure that we hold the line there. We took this territory and now we're going to hold it. Now we're going to look to take advances in other territory, right? What other issues are important? What other issues you know, are directly related or support that? How are we going to invest in them? What are we going to do to make that happen? Again, you have to make a choice. If you retreat from one thing, you have to be willing to advance at another. You have to be willing to maneuver to make an attack, right? But I think a lot of patriots, you know, I talked about this a little bit last night in the meeting I was at, a lot of patriots think, I made it to Collin County, I'm in the promised land. McKinney safely read, Cowan County safely read. I, I don't have to do any work now. I fled wherever I came from, Illinois, New York, California, Washington, Oregon, you know, New Jersey, Connecticut, Maryland, whatever, Delaware. Wherever you came from, you got here and yeah, we are much better. But you know why we're better? Because we have that culture. And if you come here and dilute that culture, you come here and you don't help us, or worse yet, you come here, put your kids in the government schools, and then your kids turn into good little socialists, you're hurting. You're detrimental to us. But the sad thing is, is you're not any more detrimental than all those other good Christian conservative parents that threw their kids into the meat grinder known as public education and were surprised to see when little Johnny and little Mary came out, didn't know what sex they were and voting Democrat. Or worse yet, being full-blown Bernie Socialist. I mean, there are consequences here. So where should we be taking action? You know, I can tell you honestly, I would love to see more private schools. I would love to see, you know, some kind of um, homeschool co-op. I I would love to help people do that. I don't know what I would do, but I, I would love to see that happen. I could advertise it. Heck, I'd teach a couple subjects if they let me. But you know, I have this thing called a full-time job and my employer expects me to be able to show up and do my job and do it well so that they'll continue to pay me so I can continue to pay my bills so that I can continue to do what I'm doing on this podcast right now. But hey, look, everybody has give and take. Everybody has requirements and necessary things they must do in order to function. But ideally, we're working to live, not living to work. So again, as a patriot, you have to make a choice. What are you going to do? Am I, am I going to put my family, my children first and say better to sacrifice some money now so that I've got a better posterity, right? I've got better children, better grandchildren long-term. Or or maybe I can't make ends meet at all and I have no other choice but to use that government school. Well, then that means I need to be active in the school or at least encourage somebody, one of my friends, one of the family members to be active in the school district. For a long time, we've labored under the uh, perceived notion that Well, they're mostly good and they're mostly good Christian people and they wouldn't do anything to harm my child or dissuade them that good is good and bad is bad. No, they wouldn't do any of that stuff. But I'm here to tell you, yeah, yeah, they are. And and it's not even a crime of commission. It's a crime of omission. They don't oppose it. They don't stand up because they're not patriots, right? As a patriot, we've decided we know what's good and we know what's evil and we're going to stand against evil. But everybody decides at what point they're going to be willing to stand and push back. Everybody has to make the decision. You can go here, but no further. But you need to be willing to look in the mirror and say, well, where is that line? And what am I going to do? A- am I going to wait until I have no other choices? Or am I going to take advantage of a choice to maybe I put a counterattack in on their flank? Or am I going to, or am I going to maybe, uh, f- feign, uh, collapse and get them somewhere else? Am I going to put in the effort to make a difference? Well, I still can. These are all very valid questions. They're important. We have to have an an idea of where are we going to make that difference? What are we going to do? And I think a lot of us, we just don't know. And some of us won't know until it hits us right in the face. The the idea that you have plans for everything and you plan for everything. Well, that's great. And, And I wish I was more of a planner. I'm sure that... Other people wish the same, but the idea is that you can plan for everything doesn't mean that you will always have an answer. It doesn't mean that you're always going to know what's going on. It just means that you have a general idea of this is the response if this happens. So let me ask you, what are you thinking about that? What are you going to do about it? Are you willing to do it? So it's late. I got a late start, but I'm getting this out on Wednesday and hopefully be up five thirty ish. I want y'all to know that there's a lot going on. There's lots of opportunities. There's lots of uh, places that you can pour in and do things and make a difference. You just have to be willing to do it. You can call and ask me, you can go to GOP headquarters and ask them. You can go to any of the 39 clubs that are in Collin County. And I'm sure they would give you ideas of what you could do, where you could do it, and how you could do it to protect the Republic. I mean, that's what it all boils down to, right? What are we doing? We're trying to save the Republic. We're trying to prevent collapse. We're trying to protect our children. We're trying to ensure our posterity a good future. Sometimes that means you have to make the choice. So come on, patriots, make your choice. Are you going to be willing to do it when it matters most? Whatever that is. I can't tell you exactly what to do and when to do it. You have to do it because you're the one that's going to have to live with it. I can encourage you to do the right thing. I can encourage you to take care and concern for certain issues. But ultimately, at the end of the day, it's on you. And what are you going to do? And when you go to meet your maker, what are you going to tell him you did? And with that. This is According to Callus, and I will see you on the other side.